Equat is in there. Luca Nines in there. It's touched to Giallo. What a goal! Amadiala for Sunderland, who desperately needed that. This is Clark, not for him though. Searching cross. Welcome back to What The Folk podcast, the review show, but this is kind of one of those ones where we just do it on the fly, do it before, maybe do it in the middle if we can be bothered, and then do some stuff at the end because, well, I'm busy, so it's the only way I could do it. I'm only with Brad at the moment. Brad, you alright? Yeah, not bad, mate. Looking forward to it. Sun shining. The tavern's rammed. Yeah, I think the nerves start to set in just a little bit. Can I be honest? And this might sound daft towards the end of the podcast, but I don't think it will. I'm as chilled as I've ever been before what you would classify as a big game. Um, I just don't feel like we have anything to lose. Look, if we lose, like, all right, I don't know whether I expected us to be in the playoffs. We're not all like you, but... Um, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I'm just really chilled about the whole day. I'm just, sun's out, looking forward to it. Uh, yes, there's stuff riding on it, I guess, but look, worst case scenario, I said this last week, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast, I can't remember if I said it on um, just just to Ashley in the house to be honest with you um, if we'd finished 7th last week and won at Preston I would have still had the same amount of hope as if we get beat today like I think regardless I'm hopeful for the future if we end up getting in the Premier League somehow by going through the playoffs then spotty dog oh, if we you don't said it, man. <laughs> I know but like spotty dog if we don't innit? it it's like it is what it is but uh, you said the nerves are setting in so what for now we we'll lose no pressure yeah because Obviously, I need to get keep getting my predictions right, and <laughs> I'm sure I said a few weeks ago, if we get in the playoffs, we will spank the boa. You did. Um, no, it's. Uh, I have been relatively relaxed, quite happy, riding this crest of a wave of me being right. But <laughs> the closer I got to the stadium, the, 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 the traffic was heavier than usual, and just more people here than there has been for a long time. Sun shining for probably the first time in 2023. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just. The more I've thought of it, I'm like, what an opportunity this is. What an opportunity. And I, I think I get nervous every time I watch Sunderland because it's a, bit, it's a bit of an excitement as well. Yeah. But I think, I think with this, it's just there's that much of a good feel around the place that no one expected to be here. Like you've just said, it's like sort of like a free hit, is it? But it's there, it's within touching distance, and that's what's making me think, can, can, can we just, can we go to their place with a with result? And, you looked at it last night, and the, the old saying is, you can't win a tie in the first leg, but you can certainly lose one. Then you looked at Chef Wed, they've lost the tie last night. Yeah. And they finished third, and Peterborough finished sixth. No one gave Peterborough a sniff, really. Everyone thought Chef Wed's going to walk this. Peterborough went and spanked them in the first game at home, you know, and it just sort of makes me think, we have the capability of doing that. I know we haven't seen the team just yet. There's still about 40 minutes till the team's out. Ah, I yeah. I just with the players that we've got, we're more than capable of scoring these goals and then it'll just relax us and we can all start looking forward to Wembley. Like I say, this is a On the flip mini, side. mini preview. <laughs> I might sound stupid like I done at Blackpool when the last time we done oh, this one. Yeah. Um, but I just have that good feeling about it and yeah, the nerves are setting in. But look, the players have got to embrace all of this and think, look, regardless of the result, the fans are going to be behind them and there's no better place to come and play football especially what they'll see today when they're walking out of that tunnel. 
Yeah, and, and you know what? It's funny. Like people might point to the, the fact when I was getting annoyed when we had that run against Coventry, Rotherham, and uh, Stoke, and I said like people saying, "Oh, well, playoffs were probably too far. You know, too soon to get promoted." And I'm saying you kind of pick when you get promoted, and, and I guess uh, there's an opportunity in that way. But I kind of I'm not just saying it for effect or saying it to be like cool as a cucumber. I genuinely am not nervous at all, and I mean, I think. The only way I'd kind of maybe get nervous is if like we're talking the second leg and there's like one goal in it and yeah. that goal can change the, the the tie because obviously you wanted out with Wembley and then what will be will be. Um, but compared to last year, like I felt like last year it was like shit or bust. Yeah, it was must win this year. Uh, last last year, year, sorry, but this year is more like it's not must win, but it'd be it's nice. Gonna, to it's it's going to be sort of an opportunity missed, in yeah. my opinion. It's like because the season that we've had, look. We know Ahmad won't be here next year to do the same things he's done. Teams are going to be sniffing all over this, these lads that we've got up front. Well, how many, how, how, it's going to test the resolve of the club to think that the plan was always buy them cheap, develop them and sell them. Or do the club now think, look, we're going to keep hold of them no matter what if we don't do it this year because there was an opportunity to do it next year and it sort of makes me think, is this sort of the stage where to see some of these lads playing red and white again next year, do we have to take this chance? That's just got me thinking about that. You've got to hope that, I suppose, if there is a big bid that comes in, if, you know, worst comes to worst. And, I mean, we're talking totally hypothetically here, but, like, I suppose, and I've been one of the more critical people um, in the fan base, I guess, that uh, has not been 100% certain on this model, speakman and all that kind of stuff, but I, I think he's earned enough credit in the bank for me to say, you know, maybe, uh, quite possibly, you would have a replacement set up. But I think, you know, it's... it's what what ultimately washes over me is I mean I was going absolutely mad about Equa the other week when he conceded that last minute goal I think he's been dynamite the past few weeks and we all know what your thoughts on Equa were and you've been fair enough in saying you were a bit wrong in these yep. recent performances but I thought looking back to his interview that Phil Smith did in the Echo I thought it was brilliant um, and the way he was just talking about how much he loves playing in front of the fans and how much he's like he sees an opportunity and how he knew he had to be here and he wanted to get straight up and I think that's just the, the kind of the whole feel around the club. And I genuinely don't feel like getting beat tonight or over the two legs is going to knock that. I, I, I honestly don't. I think um, it, it is like a nice free hit. I think we're 100% capable of doing it. Don't get me wrong. But we've also got a lot of injuries. There's a lot of reasons why we could lose tonight. But ultimately, if we did you know, lose over the two ties, I think a lot of people would, would still see this season as a massive reason for hope, a massive beacon. And I think... I think, you know, we're talking about pro, um, process and uh, progression and I think no matter what happens tonight and over the next two legs, we've accelerated it and I think that's the, the big plus and that's not me talking down us, you know, potentially win. If we win, great, and I think we're definitely capable of it. If we don't, we've progressed this season further than we ever could have done and uh, I know someone said before I worry about Huddersfield but I like to think we're a little bit better on than what Huddersfield were last year and um, that, you know, we can, we can aim for... Again, like I said... It's accelerated. If we don't get in the playoffs next season, yes, there's a bit more pressure for next season. I get that. But there's capability to, to do that. And I just feel like this is like, if we can super accelerate and put like a rocket up its arse and get to the Premier yeah. League, then, then you know, fantastic, brilliant. Um, anything to keep our mad, pretty much, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, they, a lot of these lads, it's their first year of professional football. Equa, for example. Um, a few of the lads, it's their second year, but it's the first year of championship football. Next year, 
if you're looking at the flip side of it, yes, they're going to be another year more experience, but there's going to be another year where people know what they're all about. Yes. This year has been, they've just been, us as fans don't know what to expect from them, and we've got some week in, week out. So it, it's just like surprising everyone, and I just hope that if, if it doesn't work, touch wood, I'm not touching metal, but same thing. Um, <laughs> I just, I just feel like, it's here. It's it, it's within our grasp. Yeah. And for me, and I've said it before, if I could have picked hand hand picked a team to play over the two legs, Luton would have been the one. Although yeah, they finished the really. highest of the teams I've seen play, not just at the stage when I thought when we played them away. Coventry were really good here. That's it. That's who I didn't want. Coventry. Coventry were the one I didn't want. And they were good away. And with Jock Rez up front, how can happen? Bowers got the highest, um, the top goal scorer yeah. in the division. Over the two games, home and away, we were probably the better side, but just lacking a striker in that first game that showed them yeah. beat them here. That we had a striker, we went and beat them two and out. Comfortably as well. But they've came out and like a shocking start to the season. They've been outstanding, really. If you if you look at the season as a whole, Luton have just steadily ticked along, I think. And I don't know. Consistent Luton, that's a yeah. thing. Yeah, and I, I I just have that. I don't know why you would want to play the team that's in third. But I just do. <laughs> I know. I, but it's because it's a free hit again. It's it's hope and like. like that's no disrespect to them either. No, I know Coventry and Luton. Uh, Coventry and Borough are bigger clubs than Luton. But Luton are the favourites, or second favourites, going into this for a reason, and they finished third for a reason. Yeah. They, they are a good side, but they have their way of playing, which is completely in contrast to how we play football. And if we can play our game. I can't think. I, I think really, if we if we turn it on like we have been away from home and do it in front of these fans tonight, I don't think they can live with us. And that's a big statement, but I don't think they can. Let's make ourselves look really silly and get some predictions in. Then uh, it's always a risk when we do this kind of thing. Thankfully, it's worked out for us. This will be the one where it doesn't, lads and lasses. So I'm putting it out. Like if you listen to this now and we've been spanked at home, please respect the fact that I have the balls to put it out. Um, but I'm feeling confident. Um, I fancy something two 0 I'm a little bit more confident than you. I'm fancy three now, and I think that's we'll not go. Ah. That's heroin, mate. And I have a sneaky <laughs> feeling all three goals will come in the first half. I don't know whether I agree with uh, Brad. That is not thought of what. That, that, that is the thought of Bradley Sharp, and not well. Yeah, my views are my own. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just the way that we've got into the playoffs. You see it every year. Forest were the best best example of it last year. A team that was written off for five six games before the end of the season probably. Is, it was probably just out of reach, but all the stars have aligned. We've dropped points, all the teams have dropped points. Well, we picked up one point year. they've lost. Forest fifth. Fifth, I think. Oh, that's a shame. Um but it's sort of like they've like they, they got in there at the last when realistically they shouldn't have been. They had, they had no divine right. And they had that momentum. I know Luton are fourteen unbeaten, I know Coventry are however many unbeaten. Borough Borough just can't buy a win. But they've took their foot off the gas specifically ready for the playoffs. But, yeah, there's always that one team, and Forrest were the one that comes straight to mind from last year. Wickham, the season that the game, the, the season got curtailed, they got in there because they decided not to play any more football, and they ultimately went up. Yeah. There's just, the stars seem to align. Every time we've picked up a draw, teams have lost. If we've won, teams have drew. That can't just be happening for us not to take this. 3-0 Sunderland, and if we, yeah, 3-0 yeah, Sunderland. So right now everyone listening knows we look stupid, but uh, thanks for tuning in and, and giving us the time of day. We do appreciate it. Uh, we will catch you either at half time or full time. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
Well, it was uh, just me and Brad before the game. We were very confident. And we had a fucking good right to be. Brad, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, mate. Absolutely buzzing. I mean, I wasn't right with a 3 0, but I'll take 2 1 every day of the week, especially with a little bet, bet I had on as well. I'm at Diallo outside the box, Sunderland to win, 28 to 1, 10 notes. That pays for Wembley. <laughs> when we get there, Bradley. No, oh, you there, know me. I know. Once again, the there. views of Bradley Sharp and not the one before. We've already used that one today. <laughs> Haven't used on a weekly basis. As you can tell, we've got Hospitality Ross here. Hospitality Ross. Hospitality Ross. Wow, that's a good, good new name. I meant Pierre Eckwell, what a player. Uh, why did we ever doubt Pierre Eckwell was great, oh, by the way? Genius. I'm sorry, James Copley. <laughs> <laughs> Copley was right. <laughs> Dave, uh, Hospitality Dave, uh, as you can quite clearly see, we're posting. I just want to point out to everyone, just to pee on everyone's ships, by the way, that we are aware there's a second leg before any Luton fans hammer us. But Dave, Fuck it for the minute. That was good, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Can't uh, can't complain about anything to do with that, I don't think. Uh, I'm a bit sad we didn't score three, if I'm honest. But yeah. hey-ho, on to Tuesday. Something to hold on to. I'm not sure that's in Sunderland's remit, is it? To hold on to anything any day. We just we just play stupidly good football. With, Lind- with Lyndon Gooch at centre-half. <laughs> <laughs> um, Another two injuries today as well. Yes. <laughs> Brad... Um, First and foremost, I think you touched on Equal before. We'll, we'll start with him um, here. Phenomenal today, just outstanding. But how how good was he for you? He's just immense. And I tell you what, for a big lad, Tony Mowbray said it. He's got some unbelievable feet on him. Mm-hmm. When he's got the ball at his feet, he's absolutely brilliant. But the amount of times he drove forward with the ball, and he's got a lot of pace as well. Some of that thing we've lacked in midfield for a while. Someone that can just drive with it. And yeah, I think. If anything, that was one of the most complete midfield performances I've seen in a long time. Um, excellent, absolutely excellent. But it was a team game, that one. But yeah, Echo, wow. Wow. I think we've been asking for a big, tall midfielder that can run with the ball and, and run the midfield and pass for ages. And I tell you, and there's a long way to go um, with a lot of things. But with Equa, I tell you what, the past few weeks has been phenomenal. But, but Ross, you, you said it as well about Equa. Um, I just want to talk about Pierre Equa at the minute. So I'm going to pass the floor to you to talk about Pierre Equa now. Aye. Um, first few games, he looked like a boy on a man's pitch today. He was the most dominant one out there. And against a very physical side, he used his body. Brad said perfectly well that he's so good with his feet as well. And I think we've got another player. Um, just so many good players. We could talk about so many, couldn't we? Aye. You know, Trey Hume in the box. We scored a set piece against the tallest team in the league. Which is, <laughs> we're the smallest. And we're the smallest. Like, is that not the most Sunderland thing ever? It it's, is really this season, yes. Yeah, it very, very is. It's Tony Mowbray Sunderland all over, just defying all odds and giving it a go. And again, one nil down, fans were amazing. Stood by them. The atmosphere today was top, top, top draw. And um, yeah, we take a lead away from home. I'm happy with that. You couldn't ask so much more before. And I said before, like on the, on the pod previously, I said, look, there's no pressure on this. Like I said, two nil. Brad said three nil. Fair enough. It's not been that good, but like. There's just no pressure at all and, and again it felt like that within the crowd but tell you what there was pressure last year with the Chef Wed game and that was one of the best nights I've seen at the stadium that was definitely one of the best late afternoons that we've had Dave but um, I felt like the the stadium roof may possibly have came off when Ahmed Diallo just did Ahmed Diallo how good of a player is he? Unreal like best loan signing we've ever had I think Ross said that this afternoon while it's we're actually really hard to pick someone else to be yeah, honest yeah you just can't pick anyone and there's uh, as we uh, sorry as we, like, <laughs> yeah we loved you we don't love you as much as Ahmad you know 
Uh, please come back uh, sometime. I hope Thanks for us to answer the phone. <laughs> there's uh, there's three things certain in life: there's death, there's taxes, and there's Brad calling someone shit for a month later to be a world class beat. Just footballer, so yeah, happy days, isn't it? I mean, I'm quite happy that sometimes Brad's really right with stuff. Or if he's spectacularly wrong, he is spectacularly wrong. Um, look, I feel like we do it every week. I think I've, I've called three podcasts this year, and I'm at cast, and I, I didn't think I'd done it enough. But uh, we can go through every single player. I thought Pritch was excellent today, but like. Let's just discuss maybe the goal from Ahmad. Did you have any doubt that he wasn't putting that in the top corner? Because I've got to be honest, I knew he was. At first, yeah, because it was Pritchard that took the free kick. You know, <laughs> what's going on here? Um, but I was right behind it where it was going. Like from when it left his boot, I was I was already celebrating that Archie up. It was like, wow. But it was just come so accustomed to him scoring absolute worldly goals like that. Um, I mean. I said everything I needed after the Watford game about how good he is and I don't think I can really say anything I haven't said already um, just run out of words for him don't yeah. you really like it's, it's hard to kind of like because I feel like I'm just asking the same question and saying the same thing he's just really really good at football one thing I will say then about not, not about Ahmad but about the game just to, to, just to change the, the topic a bit is there wasn't one offside tonight and against a team that had nice to go direct I think that was excellent because we've stood off them We've let them maybe win a few headers or bring it down on the chest and then got into them. We knew we weren't going to win every aerial battle. So if they knew they weren't going to, you've seen it. If they were going to flick it on, the lad always, one of the lads who won, or and Gooch, Hume, stood off and they won the second ball because they flicked it on to no one. Or if they brought it down on the chest, there was two or three players, Equad, Dan Neal, already around them. We just didn't give them anything. And that's a credit to Mopley, how he set them up. I, I, I can't, I can't, explain how proud I am of that team every minute before I move on Brad can you just repeat what our defence was again this afternoon uh, we had a back three of Lyndon Gooch Luke O'Neill Trey Hume and then Niall Huggins came on alright we're getting moved we're getting moved just desperately in the podcast this book aren't you <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't want to be on, mate. It's rubbish. This way? All right. We'll walk this way. Walk and talk. No worries, mate. I'm not bothered about anything today. Um, Dave, you're the closest to me. Uh, honestly, I just want to wax lyrical about it. But hey, look, I, I think I said it before the podcast. No matter what happens, this, is, this has been a great season. And it's a total free hit, but someone to hang on to you've got to feel confident going forward and look there's a long way to go but confidence is just flowing through the fans and the team at the minute isn't it yeah unbelievable I mean who who do you fancy to stop a score and that's the thing and something to hold on to yeah it's going to be nervy at times but on the ball we just look so classy I'm not sure there's anyone can deal with us if I'm honest um, yeah just excited again I, I haven't had that many nerves today. It's just surreal, I've surreal none, feeling. I've had none. Um, so, yeah, on the Tuesday night, and that's what we we score at least once. And, we um, will score Tuesday night. Yeah, and, and for me, that means Luton know they have to come out and they have to score three. Yeah, and it's re- it must be it must be quite demoralising for them to have someone like Carlton Morris in the form he's been on all year, and he's been marked out the game by two midgets and a centre midfielder. It's he limited him one, one shot outside the box in the second half, which went about, I don't know, 10, 20 yards over the bar. 
So, yeah. Can I also just point out, like, it's something that's probably going to go under the radar a bit. And I'm not, he didn't make any spectacular saves or anything like that today, but Ross, this is Pato's, what, his 50th, 55th game. He only came in last December. It just dawned on me today how assured I feel with Pato in defence. Oh, and I just felt today the things he collected need to collect. And look, that's a big physical team. They were absolute giants today. Let's not deny Second it. half, he totally, every set piece he came out and collected, totally dominated. But I think he's also getting a lot more calmer on the ball. In the first few games of the season, he got a bit shaky when we are playing under Mowbray, passing out from the back. Especially when those strikers were had to play that way. Um, and I thought he was really composed today. I think 0-9 in front of him really helps him as well because they're both very vocal to each Brilliant other. Again, him. Brilliant again. He's the leader on the centre-back. Mad. Um... Aye, Patterson was great today, and I thought Daniel did really well because he got an early booking. Yeah, he and did, I was, yeah. I was worried. I thought, oh, early booking, yeah. And they started over on us a bit, but then him and Equa were just fantastic in the end. You know, they dominated that midfield in second half uh, before he deserved the win. Yeah, we did, and, and, and I think I'll come back to you with this one, Brad. Uh, Brad? No, I'll come, I'll come with Dave. Dave, um, you know, it's weird. I normally get this kind of stuff right. However, when you're stood in front of me, I somehow I'm getting it wrong. Um, <laughs> I think, Dave, the, the big thing with that was we did deserve it. And hey, look, it's half time. That's half time. And I don't want anyone to be listening to this and going, oh, brilliant. They all think they've won. We don't. 100%. The fact of the matter is, I'm going to be pleased as punch no matter what happens this season. And they're just making me more prouder by the week. But today, we thoroughly deserved that against a Luton side that's 15 unbeaten. Yeah, massively. Um, Listen, they psychologically only scored once, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the fact that they've only psychologically scored once, anything that happened. Psychologically, it's only half time. That actually makes sense, Dave. Oh, no, honestly, exactly the same. Nobody's writing them off. We all know how they're going to come out. We all know every set piece. Every Everything's going to be cheered down there in, the, in a little tight atmosphere. It's gonna be. It's gonna have some nervy, nervy moments. But fingers crossed. I, I just fancy us to score. Exactly the same as Brad. I fancy us to score. So how many are we gonna concede? Let's yeah. see. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, well, I'm bloody freezing now. I don't know where the sun's gone, and uh, my coat's not on. Um, I was gonna say. I was going to say my nipples are on fire there, but they're not. I've only got psychologically one. Psychologically, uh, psychologically, yeah. <laughs> and they're not on fire. What I mean is they're just cold. You know what I mean? I'm too happy. Uh, but Ross, big, big game on Tuesday. Really big game. We've still got those injuries. They've still got an ability to cause us problems. But we've just got to go there with no fear. And you know what will be, will be, Ross, I Yeah, same game plan as the every other away game since I was last Coventry away. We've been phenomenal since then, away from home. Um, it could help us. I'm not going to say it will, but it could help us that they need to come at us now and get the know they've got to get a goal. So that leave gaps. We've got to hope that Pritchard and Robert to rattle up and cotton more. But if not, I thought Huggins looked look like he'd never been away. Every time he reappears, he just looked just slots in as if he's never been away. You know, he's a good he's a good right uh, back from what I've seen. I've always been impressed, but it's just he only turns up every once every uh, eight months. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? He could, he could have kicked like played in three games and he could then start at Wembley if we get through. Like that's how dire it is injury wise. But again. I think the whole stadium reacts reacted to the way these lads have battled non-stop and atmosphere was outstanding I mentioned it before and I just feel like we're all together as one and there's not many tickets for Luton away but <laughs> everyone who goes down there will be fully behind them and Luton will know now that they would have came here thinking well even if it's level we can get them at home but the last thing they wanted was us to take an advantage there because that's the way we play it means they've got to take risks so risks might work 
like I say, we, we, none of us are saying that it's going to work, but we've given it a go and we, we've took a lead and it, we consider a <laughs> 45 minutes of pressing. We were eight for now, we're 2 1 up going into the second leg yeah. for the playoff. And again, it's, it's all a free hit. Brad, I'm going to leave with the, the last words here. Um, we've waxed lyrical about the. Um, the players on the pitch we could have pinpointed it with our Pritchard was excellent I've picked out Patterson but uh, yeah, we could have done a, a 20 minute podcast and any of them if we're completely honest but one big big massive thing today I remember me you and Dave sat down after the Chef Word game and we were like buzzing with the atmosphere and how good it was how brilliant it was and it's sometimes really really hard to replicate that even if you're doing the same slogan like till the end and all that kind of stuff today was every bit as good as that and it just goes to prove Brad what we've said and we've all said as fans for a long time if you just work hard for the shirt show us that you want it be behind you the whole way Ross pointed on it before we went 1-0 down in 10 minutes and that support never followed um, I'm not one to pat myself on the back but I'll pat us all collectively on the back we are fucking brilliant supporters yeah the, we deserve all of this the atmosphere was absolutely electric before kickoff. Like Ross said, stuck with the team when we went 1-0 down because I tell you what, we were the best side until then. So I think everyone in the stadium, despite the home form, knew we're better than these. We're, we're going to get back in it. And the noise when we scored, I mean, the goal helps how good the goal was. Um, but the noise was unbelievable. Like, you just look around and think, this place could be like this week in, week out. And it will be next season. If we just get over the line this one um but yeah, like it was but I, think. yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't like uh well yeah i do i, I want to mention rory as well because i'll tell you what Brilliant i bet it. you there's no no better stadium announcer in english football than the one we've got here because he knows how to get a crowd going he done it at wembley he just last gets year it and it's because he's from here and it's because he's a proper sunday boy yeah, yeah. Well, this is the rory podcast he done it at wembley last year and then again all season but then t- tonight as well it just gets the fans going and the fans feed off that and it just I've said it for weeks I've, I've said it for a long time it be months now it just seems like everyone associated with some football club are pulling in the same direction and we know where we all want to be and where we could go and it's 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 great to be part of after all the years of shite that we had to put up with we stuck by the team and we all deserve this yep Rory Fallow he's one of our own um, <laughs> Dave psychologically happy very, very, and physically, but more psychologically, yeah. I'm psychologically happy too. <laughs> Lads, fucking get in. Thanks very much. Half time. Let's do it again on Tuesday. If we don't, it's all right. It's fine, but we will. Thanks very much. Hey, lads. Hey, lads. Hey, lads. Hey, lads. Hey, lads.